0: And this is T.J. Wilson, a.k.a. Tyson Kid, WWE producer, and you're listening to the Atomic Podcast, where Efron blows up the news on a verbal scale. Boom.
1: Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, and here is your host of the show,
0: Efron Guzman.
1: Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from Delavan, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Ephraim Guzman. My guest today, he is the man, he is the myth, he is the legend, he is one of the members of the Heart Dynasty. Ladies and gentlemen, TJ Wilson. TJ, what is up, brother? Hey, man,
0: what's up? There's a hell of an intro. God, you know, damn. How am I, how am I gonna, how am I gonna...
1: That's that nah man it's true man it's true man first of all before we even start man um how was 2020 like for you because you know people have professionally they said business was good for them personally they said it was good for them good or bad indifferent how was um quarantine in 2020 like for you
0: um so i can't i i have a different view on it just because um i was able to i was very blessed and very fortunate to be Work throughout the entire 2020, so like I wasn't compromised in that in that sense. And uh, uh, you know, I I saw you know I have family back up in Canada where it's been pretty it's been pretty locked down and quarantined almost this whole time. So I've seen that side of it too. For for me also, I don't I haven't had to fly. I haven't had to fly since since uh, Elimination Chamber last last year. So almost. Uh, which was the very beginning of March. It's almost been a year since I've really flown for work, and I haven't. Uh, I have dodged all the snow and like the freezing cold. Everywhere in in, in America is freezing cold right now, and I've been able to dodge all, all of that, luckily.
1: Oh man, trust me, here in Wisconsin, it's zero degrees. You no, know, I think I
0: think we did a good job of of turning a you know a very negative and a very kind of a scary thing that nobody kind of knew what to do, and we I think we did a very good job of of keeping it positive and keeping it keeping things going and i you know i think in terms of uh my, my little community in terms of you know people in, in wv and stuff i think i think it was the right call and i think we we all benefited from that
1: yeah first of all let me ask you especially about wwe um how is your neck doing man how, how are you feeling otherwise like how's your health man
0: uh i feel i feel pretty good i um i kind of know um Kind of know my limitations both in the gym and in uh, in the ring when I'm when I'm when I'm training people. Obviously, I don't actually get in there and wrestle myself. I, I kind of walk through some things, but I I know my limitations. I don't take any bumps. I don't do anything too too crazy in my in my gym. So uh, you know, I've been I've been I've been very same thing. Very fortunate, and I've been lucky that uh, it wasn't worse and that it you know I, I wake up. You know, virtually like pain free every day. I I feel good for someone that's wrestled for twenty years. I feel I feel really good. My neck, um I got way more mobility back than I was supposed to and you know, uh, that's literally like just it's just a bonus. It's all just a bonus. I, and I, I feel Physically, I feel good, but that's because I haven't haven't taken any bumps in almost six years
1: now. Yeah. Do you ever get the itch, or you like, you, like you cannot go back in the ring at all? Like, do you like the doctor said you cannot go back at all? There's no, no nothing.
0: Yeah, like so obviously, just human nature going to get the itch to do things, especially things maybe you're not supposed to do at, at times. But um, yeah, the. I mean, it, my injury, they, they told me initially, and, and then they told me other times since, they being doctors, uh, first in Texas, then in Florida, that my injury is somewhat similar to Christopher Reeves, so that, oh wow, you know, yeah, so when you look at that, and then you realize, well, wait a minute. Let's just take everything I have as a uh, as a as a blessing and as a bonus, and uh, let's not try to push things too too much, and just kind of take it for what it is. So I've um, like, of course, I've had that itch before, but I also I, I know that uh, medically I wouldn't be able to be cleared, and so like that I don't I don't sit and dwell on it. And luckily, you know, being a producer, I'm able to still use like a creative outlet in wrestling that I think definitely. Gives me, gives me like what I'm looking for out of that.
1: Yeah, and your role as a producer, like, um, do you still have like that same passion you had as a wrestler? Now as a producer,
0: uh, man, maybe maybe even more. It, it's really? very funny as a, as a producer. <clears throat> like as a wrestler, for example, as a wrestler, uh, if it's a singles match, it, it's me and my opponent. If it's a tag, there's there's four of us. And you know, I've had a lot of singles matches where I come back, and, and I'm very happy with it. And and you know, and it's cool. And then it's like, but it just it just me and, and then my opponent. Where like as a producer, like uh, helping helping people create matches, and then seeing them deliver these matches, and seeing maybe maybe as you know, a, obviously singles, but like a six man tag or a six girl tag or or a money in the bank ladder match or like a women's rumble. And you see 30 or eight or six women or, or just just talent in general that are like super happy. That's more fulfilling than just me wrestling myself
1: Mm. for your role as a producer. Tell the people, what does a producer do in case no one knows what like exactly Um, it means?
0: So we, we start with the production meeting Mm -hmm. uh, on TV days and then, uh, we kind of get our assignments and you know kind of figure out what it is uh, we've we've got for that night, and then um, get with the talent and kind of design, you know, put you know put things together, with yeah. to the orders we we were given in the meeting, and you know try to come up with the the best matches we can possibly come up with.
1: Well, that's that's awesome, and then, you know I'm glad it's like you know like you said you have a like a second coming now with being a producer, and you're passionate as you was when you was wrestling, so that it's, it's 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 kind of refilling because it's like it doesn't make it seem like a job per se, right it's more like it, this is like exactly. going exactly it's fun you and, know and, and
0: then where the point where it becomes like where I'm saying it's super fulfilling is like if if some if people like if talents know that they have a match coming up and then they like and this They just get their their ideas going, and, like, I'll be texting back and forth with talent, like, I mean, it's an endless cycle, but all the time, like, someone will text me an idea that they have, and I'll text them, like, hey, check this thing out, and it's a back and forth thing that goes on, I, I mean, constant, all the time, ever since I've, I mean, even as a talent, but now more so as, since I've been a producer, like, the entire time, it's just this constant, like, coming up trying to come up with things to make everything the best we possibly can within the parameters
1: do you produce the women's or both the men's and the women's
0: um i've i worked with a lot of uh i've worked with like everybody at this stage as a producer um okay for the most part and but lately like almost all of 2020 and uh pretty much and all, and thus far all of 2021 has been all uh all all women's stuff
1: yeah have you have you produced stuff for um um Natalie?
0: Oh yeah, uh, yeah, a lot. We've we've worked together a lot um That, that dynamics kind of funny cuz I also uh had a big hand in training Natty. So Yeah. Like I, I and obviously I worked with uh, with her throughout a lot, all like almost all of my career and most most of her career. So um yeah it's just an interesting it's a different dynamic than than working with the other girls obviously because it's my wife yeah. and thing and then uh we we'll, we we'll, we have the freedom of being able to which also is maybe not always uh the best freedom but we have the freedom of being able to discuss it all day long at home if we want all day long doesn't matter. So uh, it, it just provides a bit of a different
1: dynamic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's and then you guys. How long you guys been together too? How long you guys been?
0: Almost twenty years now.
1: Jesus Christ, man! What's the key to that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I you know I don't know. I think uh, I've, i I found my my dream girl and luck and I've just been lucky enough to hold on to her. I guess I don't know. I uh, it's it's great for me.
1: Uh, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, do you miss your family also? Can you say you haven't even been back to Canada, man? Do you like get Yeah,
0: ho- this is the longest I've ever, my whole life, not been to Calgary because I was born and raised there. <clears throat> I lived there obviously and, you know, uh, I was there until I went to Deep South and then SCW and then I ended up living in Florida since then. But, uh, I, I go home at least once a year, but usually like two two maybe even three times sometimes yeah but I haven't been back there since um September 2019 we had a live event there and uh I haven't been there since it just uh I was planning to go to the stampede I turned 40 in July I planned on going up to Calgary for that but uh obviously you know
1: okay.
0: with the pandemic and so the stampede was cancelled and it's, even to go to Canada right now is tough and it's a lot of quarantining, going there and coming back, and it's just—it's just a crazy hassle at the moment.
1: Yeah, right here. Well, I'm like—I'm originally from New York, and I'm in Wisconsin, and I've been dealing with snow since like mm. freaking December. So I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know Canada has has their snow. Like, do you miss seeing snow? Do you miss like the cold temperatures, man? Do you miss all that? No, not not <laughs> one house.
0: <else. laughs> uh, no, <laughs> not at all. I don't. I've been. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've had my fair share of cold weather, man. I'm good.
1: Oh man, because here is like it was like minus six like earlier, so it's like you know dealing with like I don't mind the cold because all the bugs are dead because I can't stand bugs, so I don't mind okay, that.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I get you on the bug. The bug front is it's a trade off though. I'll, I sometimes I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll take I'll take the bugs compared to the <laughs> to, to like having to. I when I was in Canada right before i got signed i had a i got an electronic starter on my car yeah. and i had to we had some cold cold days where you had to like there's a way to set this timer so your car would start every two hours for like five minutes just so like the oh engine shit stays warm and the, man, man and and like it's not a thing it's not a thing here but it is in canada where like we'll plug our cars in you plug your car in to like uh a plug like a, it's a basically like a, a block heater yeah and it keep that way your engine will start in the mornings so it's so cold man it's nothing's worse than going into a freezing cold car
1: wow i know because i don't like i talk to people in canada they tell me like canada is a different type of cold than it is anywhere else and that i guess that statement is true right
0: yeah it's oh dude Cuts through you. <laughs> oh
1: shit! <laughs> and,
0: and, Cal- and Calgary's not even the worst. Calgary's bad in terms of winter. Edmonton's even a little bit worse. Calgary, we get these chinooks. We get these weird warm winds that come down from the mountains. Yeah. And it'll, it'll go from like I'm just trying to think of uh, Fahrenheit, but it'll be like minus ten, oh, minus geez. fifteen, and then it'll and then an hour later it'll be like fifty degrees.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: And and it'll and it'll stay warm like that for a few days. It'll be from this this wind, so it'll be windy, but it's this really warm wind, and it it's awesome. Except that it melts all the snow, but not long enough for all the water to dissipate. So the, it melts, yeah. and then the snow's gone, and then it freezes, and everything turns to ice. Oh, so you
1: have and that bl- you have that black ice too, though, right? Like on the hell large, yeah, uh, man. Oh
0: my, yeah, hell yeah, we have it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: <shit. laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because it's like you know the cold is just I don't know like it's like t- like I think we w- the polar vortex or something like to me this is like e- even Texas snowing in Texas that's insane I know, you know, I know. <laughs> This it, is
0: insane yeah people <laughs> I was in I was in uh just outside Vancouver one time and it snowed and it like shut the whole town down and it it snowed like may I'm not I'm not exaggerating maybe. maybe an inch but i'm going to guess through maybe 3 quarters of an inch it snowed and it shut that it shut it down it shut this town down and people were like scared to drive and people were sliding and i was being from calgary it was easy but <laughs> i understand because they're not used to it so like texas getting snow man i can't even imagine the chaos that caused
1: yeah it's funny that you say that, because you're probably an expert driving in the ice weather, you know, like black ice, you're an expert in driving and all it's that. It's funny you say that, though. I did
0: slide off the road two years ago in Wisconsin.
1: Oh, shoot. Enough. Where enough. Where at in Wisconsin?
0: I was going uh, from Milwaukee to Green Bay from of Smackdown. Oh,
1: man, up, I, up north. Ooh, I that gets it hard. I yeah. got
0: off that highway. My GPS took me off that main highway. Is it maybe the 29 or
1: 129? Yeah. Ooh.
0: And, uh... I took me off there because I was stuck behind like a like a like a, a street cleaner.
1: Yeah. Oh shit. So it,
0: so it took me off there, and now I was on these back roads, and I was like, oh, I should not have left the highway And this car. <laughs> I was in the, some little car, like uh, front wheel drive, and so oh, just shit. <laughs> yeah, I was sliding all over. I got out of a bunch of them, but one was kind of like it was just a you know the single single lane highway each way. Yeah. And then uh, I started to slide a little bit and there was a car coming from the other direction.
1: Yeah,
0: And I was like, you know what, I can maybe get out of this slide, but rather than try to like risk it and maybe hit this person who's done nothing wrong, I was like, I just gotta take, and I just like took the car into the ditch, but it just, <sighs> it was all just bush and grass. I was okay. They just said they had to tow me out of there. <sighs> and then the guy recognized me yeah. when I'm the tow, the tow guy, I'm yeah. paying. and. And my like my credit card stuff says my real name on it, which is Theodore. And he's like, "Hey TJ." So right away I knew like, "Ah, he knows who I am." <laughs> oh shit! And he said, Man and he's, like, he's like, I thought being from from Canada, you'd be able to drive in this." And I was like, "Dude, I can I can drive in this, but I'm driving this rental car, two wheel drive, front front wheel drive that's killing me." I said, "I have a Hummer back home. I promise you, my Hummer's not sliding off the road in Wisconsin. It'll be all right."
1: Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I bought a Chevy Cruze here, and that's like the wrong car to have in this type of weather. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. That that did like a 180 spin before. I was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is crazy, man.
0: (laughs) It's scary when that happens to you, especially that first time.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. (laughs) Well, I mean,
0: every time. But you start to understand how to at least try to get out of it a little
1: bit. (laughs) Yep. Man, so I guess I guess you don't miss the cold, city I guess you're good in Florida, man. You're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, Florida, we're good. We're good. Oh man, so you know how long you've been with uh, WWE now? Like how long has it been, man?
0: Well, I got signed in um, November 2006, so yeah. over 14 years now. I then I had to wait on my work visa, and then I showed up in about uh, I remember a little bit before WrestleMania uh, 23, so. I, I showed up to Deep South in like March, yeah, March or end, end, end of February, uh, 2007.
1: Wow, and then never you've been never futured endeavored, never never that right? Never,
0: been... no, no. Wow, been here the whole time. Nat, yeah, Natty too, same thing this whole time.
1: Wow, and um, you know, a lot of people like a lot of people have this misconception, like, oh my God, he's got the best job in the world, he's doing this and that, like um, like what are like. What are the perks of working with WWE? Like, what perks do you have?
0: Oh man, um, I mean, just the biggest perk is, I guess, just trying to live on that inner that inner child inside me that whose dream it was to to be in WWE, and to yeah. so, like kind of live through his eyes because in his eyes, he doesn't care. He doesn't care if he's not even if he's not even booked if he's just eating and catering he doesn't care that kid that kid he's just so happy his name is d- signed on a dotted line and at the top of that page has a wwe logo on it he's he doesn't care about the rest of it the rest <laughs> of the rest is gravy anytime he gets to put on his gear it's then it, that's just he's even he's even in some other euphoric state um so there's a lot of perks in terms of like uh I, I'm living my dream. I, yeah. I, I lived my dream on the in-ring, and I didn't. I didn't. I, I Johnny Laurinaitis would talk to me when I was a talent about being a producer down the road, which I always kind of balked at, and scoffed at, and mm-hmm. thought, "No way, no way! I would I ever even want to do that job." <clears throat> and then when it was presented to me in this in this fashion, where I'm physically unable to to compete in the ring. Uh I remember thinking the same thought. Like this isn't gonna go well. Like I don't like I don't know if this is gonna be my thing, but I'll try it out. I I knew that like I've trained people before, so I knew that. I just but I've never trained some when I've trained people before I was physically able to get in there with them. So I didn't know if I could if they could translate over where I'm not physically able to like do the full whatever I'm trying to show them. If I can't physically do it with them I don't know if I'd be able to, to translate that. So being a producer, I thought like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Might not. It's, in my mind, I was like, it's probably not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Then I'm thinking in my head like, maybe then from there, maybe I'll go try being a coach at NXT, yeah. or maybe maybe even like commentary, which I would need a lot of work, a lot of work at. But if I started on main event or 205 just to try to get me some reps maybe like but i don't like that was just in my thought process in my mind i was pretty sure um being a producer was not going to be my calling and was not going to be the right fit and i couldn't have been more wrong so in terms of like the, the perks the perks are like the cool thing about WWE is there's there's so many there are so many different uh, angles and so many different positions that that okay so I'm not a, I'm not a wrestler anymore mm-hmm. okay that sucked I you know I, I wrestled for 20 years is really the only thing that I really knew um, but hey yo here's all these other avenues that are still within WWE like there's this there's this there's this there's this so like that that to me is a huge perk um, uh, you know it's always cool I guess it's always cool you know being being recognized when you're out somewhere especially like if you're out somewhere with like a friend who maybe hasn't kind of experienced you know a couple people coming up and like I was in Vegas for uh the Conor and Khabib fight I was there with my friend and like we were walking to go grab some food and like some all of a sudden some girl like ran up on me and was like hey I saw you walk by like three blocks ago but I kept walking I didn't think it was really you but then I I wanted to run back and just double check so i ran i ran six blocks come see you i'm so glad it's really you and i was like and my friend like watched this interaction go down and he like he thought it was like the coolest thing in the whole world and it like to her it was so cool because i think ah she she had just gone to like uh hockey. she was there she was going to a hockey she was in a knight's jersey she was going to a hockey game yeah so uh, it, it just was a funny thing that she chased me down a few blocks, but didn't obviously want to be calling my name because a I wouldn't know her, but I think also b she did wasn't 100 percent sure it was me. So like rather than call my name, she just ran these blocks to, to catch back up to me. It was very funny, <laughs> but cool for my like a very cool experience for my friend.
1: Yeah. So
0: like that that type of stuff's always kind of cool. And and the people that have come up to me, all, all of them have been have been in person. Every person has been great.
1: Yeah that's awesome that's all awesome. like i remember like when i was even doing podcasting seeing you guys because i guess you when harry was there and natty did a thing at cold stone creamery in times square where you were serving ice cream i don't know if okay. you, re- yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. remember that like you did that yep. like oh i forgot that was like a couple of years ago man but Dude, you, that's over a decade ago yeah oh my god yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. yeah it is
0: yeah we we did uh it was a uh, make-a-wish
1: oh that's what it was right yes yes okay yeah. okay I remember and Maria that. was there. Was yes, really cool. yes. That's right. Hey, good memory, we man. Did, we, did a, we did a couple things that day, but I
0: remember yeah, cold stone was awesome. Because yeah. they were like, Yeah, you can make yourself whatever you want and I was like, <laughs> That sounds good, but I wear spandex for a living, so <laughs> I
1: gotta take it easy here. <laughs> uh, oh, have you changed your regimen now of eating? Like I'm like like I, I know you have to be um, in shape, but you don't have to be in super top shape, right? So like
0: no, I, I did the first like the first little while that I was hurt, I definitely did. And then, um, I'm trying to think. so I kept having a bunch of friends <laughs> I kept having a bunch of friends, which was awesome. I kept having a bunch of friends come come visit me, spend time with me while I was hurt, especially like when I first got hurt, and then right after my surgery, I was hurt, and then my surgery was about th- I had my surgery about three weeks later. And so I had people visiting me f- for a f- for a few months. and um, man, it just was one of those things. It was like, well, uh, should we just get pizza and then it's like i'm thinking man, well i don't have to wear tights anymore like i don't have to be shirtless on tv next tomorrow so okay and then like hey you know what let's get some crisper cream done it's like okay why not and yeah. go down that path a little bit and then next thing i know i'm like oh man i'm not i'm not in good shape like, i want to get myself in good shape this is not good and yeah. uh and what i realized i remember um there's this, there's a rap song by this guy uh, Bishop Lamont, and he said something like it's easier to keep up than it is to catch up, and he's a million percent right because like it took me it was so hard to get my body back into shape, not not so hard where it was impossible, but it it was it was a lot easier than losing it, that's for sure. Eating the pizza and, the, and Krispy Kremes was a lot easier than the, than putting in the work to get my body back. So now I try to. Keep myself there and not not slide down that slope too far. Yeah. Otherwise, I know it's such a hard battle to, to fight back.
1: Yeah, I know. Me, you talked before about MMA and UFC because I know you're a freaking fan yeah. and shit and boxing it's too. Been, man. I love it. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question about um MMA. Do you think GSP will come back?
0: So I I did really think that for a while. Um, then I then I kind of thought no and now i don't now now it's funny i don't know where i stand i saw i saw khabib's manager say that um khabib's dad wanted khabib to fight gsp yeah and and be 30 and oh right now khabib's 29 and oh and uh gsp is, is is out there to fight so he could fulfill kind of both of those things obviously with his father's passing his mom asked him to retire so he's kind of at that at least from what I know being on the outside, not on the inside at all, but yeah. it looks so, but then I saw like his manager bring that up like last week. And then I saw like Kenny Florian say, he thinks GSP is going to, and then, you know, I saw, I and mean, think maybe, you know, I think maybe that's, this also made, if it's a red herring, this is what it's for. But I saw like last week, GSP posted on Instagram, like he's watching uh, Bloodsport. And that's the movie that gave, made him first fall in love with fighting. And he was looking for that feeling again. Yeah. I don't know if he was putting that out cryptically, like, and then I just saw Khabib talk about it and said if they were to fight, it'd be at 155. He's not going to go up to 170. and So, I don't know. Um, maybe. It, uh, uh, I think that is the one fight that UFC might be able to kind of maybe be able to to lure Khabib into one more fight. Yeah, That's I think. It. I don't know. Yeah. So,
1: i just think dana can make it happen with some dollar signs man he could make it happen you know just throwing For the sure, money in man. there you know
0: <laughs> yeah but i but with khabib i just don't know i don't know he's wired a little bit differently but i think if i just from hearing like dc talk in different interviews but i guess if his mom were to kind of give the blessing then then i think 100 percent he's gonna fight gsp but i think he's so loyal that it that that's a big yeah that's a big hurdle if his mom wants him to fight or not
1: true um you since you're in the know let me ask you do you think connor will go to wwe
0: i mean definitely his, his personality definitely fits
1: <laughs> yes it totally fits sure. yeah uh
0: i mean damn you know we <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure we would welcome him yeah. you know with open arms obviously uh whether or not he ever does, I don't know. Like, this guy, this guy he's very, he's very interesting. And he does, you know, you see him and he does his own thing. And, like, you know, out of nowhere, you know, a couple years ago, he he launched a whiskey line. And, yeah. you know, no, nobody wasn't, nobody had predicted that was going to be Connor's thing. And, like, I hear Joe Rogan and a lot of people talking about it and Dana even and talking about uh, what success he's had just with that whiskey alone. Yeah. So so financially, obviously, like, so it'd have to be one of those things, like, that he would, it have to be something he'd really want to do to come, to come to do WWE. but he seems to like these weird challenges that challenge himself, and um, I've seen, I, you know, I've seen, uh, I've seen a lot of great athletes, like, great athletes get into a ring for the first time, and it throws them off a yeah. little bit, It's it's a little bit different, obviously, combat sports is you know somewhat there there's more of a relation than say football to wrestling i get that yeah. but i've seen like great football players get in the ring and their footing be off and like and then on th- and then on the other side I, I trained tyson fury and he did he did great
1: yeah. like, right
0: off the bat he was right off the bat but there, there were funny things he's like oh man these ropes are way harder than they are in boxing yeah. and he's like and he's like, I thought the ring was going to be softer. And I said, no, man, this is... He said, is it I said, this is the ring, bro. I said, and that TVs, we even have more canvases on it. Because, like, in case a canvas gets ripped or tanner or a lot of makeup gets on the canvas during commercial break, they'll take the canvas off.
1: Yeah. So that
0: way, TV-wise, it's always a fresh look, the ring.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I said, dude, when all those canvases are on, the ring gets even a bit harder. It gets, like, it has less give. And Tyson was like... He was like, "No, come on." I said, "Yeah, for real." But but he <laughs> he picked it up very fast, though. He 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 did great. So, a guy like Connor man, I'm sure he could obviously pick up whatever he wanted to pick up fast, and it, it, I, I would, I'm sure it'd be one of those things where the balls kind of, you know, for sure in his court.
1: Yeah. So you actually t- uh, trained Tyson Fury in the for the for his match, like you trained him yep. out Yeah. And I know yeah, he did. We, he did really well. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, did really we went fucking to the well. Yeah
0: two or three times a week, whatever his schedule would allow, he was... Dude, at that time, he's also... Like, I was talking to him. He's also getting ready to fight Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Like, I remember... Because uh, so that mark, that match with Tyson is in... Uh, October? Yeah. I believe? Yeah. Or am I, Am I right? October. Yeah, October. And um, and then his fight with Deontay is in December, like two yeah. months later. Yeah. Like, actually, maybe five weeks later, five or six weeks later, this guy's fighting Deontay Wilder for, like, you know, for the world title. I'm like, why is he doing this match? <laughs> <laughs> what if he gets hurt? And and then he had just fought before, and he, had, he got his eye cut open. And he mm. had, like, 47 stitches in his eye or something crazy. Mm. Then he showed me the cut, and he was like... He told me that the wilder fight was very dependent on if that cut healed right because if it doesn't heal right, the wilder fight would have to be postponed because he said he couldn't take the chance of it getting split open and the fight being stopped due to a cut uh. so it just was interesting and meanwhile he's telling me all this crazy stuff and and I was like pretty enamored by it and yeah. then you know and then one second later we're, like we're teaching him how to get the ropes And I was like this guy has yeah, so there's so much stuff on the line for this guy coming up wilder letting this cut heal up yet here he is hitting the ropes right now yeah and taking bumps okay fair enough man fair enough yeah he was
1: awesome
0: he's awesome Tyson Fury he's cool
1: yeah i know you're a fan of all that man have you ever like if if wrestling wasn't your thing you ever thought about doing mma like everybody else like has that passion to like go into the mma field um I i
0: mean i only, I would say maybe if
1: really okay if 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 I if I were eighteen now I mean but
0: but I, wrestling was my dream and like and I'm a giant fan but I'm also like an NBA fan and I'm not dumb enough to think I'm gonna go <laughs> slam slam dunk over over uh, Jokic or over Giannis mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not silly like I I have no problem being a fan of things and just and just being a fan of them.
1: Yeah. Um are you a fan of Star Wars as well?
0: Um not like super hardcore but I I, I enjoy the movies uh especially the the original 3. Yeah. Uh I have a, uh, I'm trying to think I I watched like the the last few like Disney ones. But that little bit in the middle, like Clone
1: Wars, okay. uh, Phantom Menace. I didn't get into those ones. Oh, okay, okay. So the original, like, like, but you're more a fan of the original, like the um, Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, yeah, Return yeah, of the Jedi. Yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, love
0: those
1: ones. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Tj, um, how long do you see yourself doing this? Like being a producer? Like, do you, like, do you do you have an end game in mind, or you see yourself doing this until until you're like eighty or sixty, or like? Yeah. Do you, <laughs>
0: Yeah, who knows, man. Um, the truth is, <clears throat> the truth is, no, I don't have an end game. Okay. Uh, I, I, let me think. So I, like I was saying, I didn't really think I would take to being a producer, and I really didn't think I would like. I didn't think I would like too many aspects of it. I didn't think I would really like it at all, and I was completely wrong. And it opened my eyes a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really helped me develop a, like such a cool relationship with the talent, especially the women. Because I've worked with them so closely the last, I mean, d- during this whole time, but like I worked a lot with like Becky leading up to like the WrestleMania stuff and like Becky and I worked a lot together. I mean, all the girls, Sasha, Bailey, Natty, um, Bliss, Nikki Cross, yeah. Riot Squad, like the Riot Squad are untapped, a lot of untapped talent. Yeah. Um, Billy Kane, Peyton, Charlotte, Oz, like all, all the girls, man, and they, they bring such a cool energy that um it it gets me so excited for work I I never I never come to work um and this could sometimes happen as a talent I never come to work angry in terms of uh maybe creative because I know like I'm gonna get with these girls and even if they're not happy with some way something's maybe laid out we can maybe find a way that gets everybody happy and, and is good and and it tells an awesome story and um and man, I think we did that. We've done that a lot in 2020. And it's so the truth is there's no end game because like that energy is what keeps bringing me back for more, for more, for more, for more. And then like, it's funny, like, oh, uh, it's almost like a, it's almost like, I guess, an agent or like, a, you know, like a, 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 some agent coming along in sports and like he has maybe a small clientele, but then all of a sudden he gets another one and another one and the word keeps spreading. And all of a sudden it, like same thing, like I'll work with like a certain number of girls and all of a sudden, like when I think like, okay, like we've done so much stuff, me and these three or four girls and all of a sudden then like another girl kind of comes into the frame and it's like, and maybe I haven't really worked with her before, but maybe she, the other girls have told her that they like working with me or whatever. And, we, and then like, it's like a new adventure begins. And, uh, uh it, it's been awesome man uh you know Carmela, and naya shana they're also lana of course it's, she posts a lot about it publicly we, we train a lot together and yeah. that i've helped her a lot and um, and, and they, they've they all helped me they've all helped me because they've given me a lot of purpose people don't realize uh when you don't have purpose it's things can be tough when i was hurt when i was hurt those two years i didn't have purpose I, my purpose my my goal in that moment was to heal, to heal my neck and to be in as the physically feel as good as I can. Yeah. Um, But I didn't have a purpose outside of that. And when I got hurt, uh, I was, I was wrestling five days a week. I was on the road five days a week. I was wrestling.
1: Wow.
0: uh, I don't count the day that I fly home as a, as a day. I think some people do. I don't, but I I was home. I I would wrestle Friday. I'd wrestle Saturday, wrestle Sunday, wrestle raw TV and I'd be at I wrestled SmackDown TV. I'd come home Wednesday, and I get home around, you know, anywhere from like eleven in the morning to one in the afternoon. So that that's half a day gone. And I fly out Friday morning to wherever the next Raw live event is. So I'm re- I'm working, and and then we we're doing Total Divas. So Total Divas was, would be filming the day and a half that I'm home. So I'm working like seven days a week when I got injured, basically. Jeez. And then to go to go from that in the snap of the finger to nothing it's hard it's tough it's very tough physically mentally emotionally it's tough and to not have purpose is or to feel like you don't have purpose is a very like kind of a it's a very dark but kind of like a scary feeling and uh all the talent like you know i really started working a lot initially as a producer with like seth seth and dolph a lot Mm -hmm. and they're I, I had a good relationship with Seth prior to that we we were friends but like Dolphin, and I are really good friends yeah. and uh I developed a great relationship with Seth a like very very good very trusting he's he's awesome I have all the time in the world for seth and and that really helped me get my 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 legs under me in terms of being a producer and kind of back in the game and I hadn't been on the road in two years with the company so um it just and then, you know, that developed into, like, the next step, the next step. And now it's right, – in this moment, it's it's me working with all the women. But uh, the energy they bring, it's so addicting. And it does, like – it's done so – it's done so much. Like, they'll send me such nice texts after matches and stuff. But they don't know that, that they're doing so much more for me than I'm doing for them. They, it's not even close.
1: Yeah. It's amazing because the roster of women is so full. And then, you know, they had – their own pay per view evolution. Do you see another woman's pay per view in, in like in the future, like down the road, or For something? For
0: sure, yeah. For sure, we we need we need another one. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm I'm super biased because I'm so into
1: what I always joke around and call like the girl world in WWE. So <laughs> I'm, yeah.
0: I'm so so
1: I'm so in it. Yeah.
0: That uh, I'm obviously gonna see most of the positives out of it. and I'm gonna be maybe biased. Mm-hmm. or maybe not maybe it just maybe it just is as good as I think it is I think it's awesome and I think I think uh if if not if sorry when mm-hmm. when we do another one when when there's another evolution too mm-hmm. I think it's going to blow the first one out of the water
1: yeah yeah for sure I
0: think if you look at if you look at how much that if you look at how good they were a few years ago but even how much better Sasha and Bailey are now mhm Natty Natty magically like never gets hurt and just like wrestles the most matches of all time it's not a it's not just a joke like you gotta put in that work yeah. and Natty's always coming to the ring she's coming to the ring two or three times a week like she's got a lot of tricks people still haven't seen yeah
1: she's um, she's a freaking energizer bunny man she's a freaking bunny <laughs> she keeps going it, and going it's endless it's, yeah. it's
0: endless her her drive and her tenacity it's it's endless and if you look at her entire career there's a lot of creative things that happened in her career that I don't know that everybody would have survived and would have yeah. wanted to keep trooping on but she kept trooping on and, and she she says this and it's true like she was ready for this evolution before the evolution was ready for her mm-hmm. but here she is now and, and it's, it's she's a part of she's one of those like forefathers of this thing this woman's evolution that like she, in her own way she was like she was the wrestler during a time where they were divas and she was like, yeah. okay, I'll do this thing but just know I'm actually the wrestler, I'm the wrestler, I'm the wrestler mm-hmm. and now she's getting a chance to show that and, and like uh, uh, you know, I, I just think Evolution now I, and I think the first one was awesome I think it was great, I just think this this one, next one would even be that much better because I think everybody across the board have gotten that much better Yeah.
1: On um, on NXT, who you think is the is the women to watch out for?
0: um obviously eo is awesome mm-hmm. so awesome uh ria i don't yeah. know if she's officially debuted on the main roster or not i know you know she she did amazing in the rumble she did awesome last year wrestlemania uh i don't know if she's technically on the main roster yet or not mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: if she so if you count her still as nxt then definitely Rhea eo Shots. He has a lot to her, Dakota. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with those girls down there, and and it's cool because like, what I what is cool to see is they're they're creating their own little thing. Like, so now they don't have to start from the bottom. They don't have to start from it being divas and kind of, you know, chip chip away at the rock to be to make it so that the you know the carve a different thing. So it's equal. they don't don't need to do that grind but they do need to carry it on and they're doing it in their own way like they're doing it different than like than like Paige and Emma and and Natty and Charlotte and then Sasha Bailey Becky they're doing it different than like how they did it Mm -hmm. in NXT right now so it's cool it's very cool to see like a Candice LeRae a lot of potential I think in Indy Hartwell who like has been a fan of mine since she was, like, a little kid,
1: yeah. <laughs> like,
0: a young girl, like, sending me messages on Twitter, are very funny. <laughs> uh, but, and so it's so cool to see her. And I, I reached out to her one day because I knew that she'd been wrestling, and I just happened to DM her and was like, hey, how, how's how's wrestling going? Like, what what's new in Australia? And she's like, oh, well, actually, I, ju- I just got signed. And I was like, oh, well, I wasn't expecting that. Like, that's so awesome. It's so awesome to see this journey of, like, and I only know, like, a very small fraction of her journey. But her journey, to me, is so cool because um, because she used to message me before she ever got into wrestling and just was a fan of my wrestling. And then, like, it was a match against Shayna on Raw at the PC, but I was her producer. So, like, for her first ever match on the main roster, like, I'm her producer for it, like, who, like, she's, you know, dm'd about getting into wrestling and being a, like so it just is and i only know a very small part of her journey but to me it's fascinating and it's very cool so i man, the nxt girls like same thing The the potential is endless and like it's just, who knows man like the, the limit it's what i love about it and i love about the girls on the main roster currently is that it's honestly all of it is all limitless there's no limits to what these these women can do okay. we're just only seeing it right now
1: yeah, I hear you talk about it. You're so passionate about it because you know that they're all awesome, and you know they, you know, like there has to be another platform eventually for another, like you said, like another evolution too, because you know having little segments and little matches here and there, and you know, what I'm saying like it's like with so much women now, there's potential for like the like an own women show, but you know, I know. that's I know. you know that's probably on Def's ears, so it won't happen, but like it's because that's there's so many. No, as much as there is men, there's so many women there as well. That's all I'm saying. I
0: agree. I agree. And and they and they, I I've said this before. Like they're playing a game of catch up. Yeah. And it not not due to their not due to their talent by any means, but just the way that um, just in terms of women's evolution and just and just catching up. Like I, they, you know, this year was the fourth women's Royal Rumble. Well, there's been like thirty however many men's Royal Rumbles. There's been three women's How in a Cell matches. Yeah. Sasha's been a few of them. There's been over twenty, twenty-five men's how in a cell matches. So it's a game of catch up. But yeah. the cool thing is, is that every girl <clears throat> on the roster that I've worked with wants to put in a hundred percent every single time. And that's like and that's the infectious part. And that's the thing that's like so awesome and like that's the thing that you like you wish you if you could magically somehow Bottle this energy, you'd be you'd be a, a multi-billionaire, but you can't. So you just gotta surround yourself around it and like take take the high yourself
1: while you can. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wi- um. Winding down, TJ. Um. What What do you look for in 2021?
0: Um. I look forward to, uh, you know, things getting back to normal. I think we all want things to go back to normal. Yeah. Uh, I can appreciate, like I said earlier. I haven't had to fly. My travel is so much easier. But in terms of like the way things used to be and maybe the way things should be, you know, like in a perfect world, um, it's, it's, you know, eventually it's time to get back. It's time to get back to flying uh, multiple times weekly and uh, being in in arenas filled with people. And uh, I think we've made do. We've done a great job with with uh, the, the cards dealt to us in terms of WWE, the company. Yeah. But uh, you know, in 2021, just for everybody, for not even just for within WWE and within people I know, but literally for the world, it'll just be good uh, if this, if in 2021, everything eventually can go back to more normalcy and more more of what we were used to prior to this. Just in terms of you know, for people's sanity and and you know, for everybody's well being, you know, mentally, financially, and, and whatever.
1: Yeah. Um. Curiosity. Um. How did you come up with the name, or did the company give you the name Tyson Kid? Um.
0: I came up with it. Uh, I guess so I'm kind of me and Natty. So, uh, I I've been in FCW the whole time. I was TJ Wilson, and I thought maybe because my name's Theodore James, maybe TJ they could trademark it, and I could use that. Yeah. and And uh, I held on to it as long as I could, and I got a phone call on a Wednesday telling me that I was going to do a dark match on Monday in Oakland at the Oracle. And then, and then, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday in Fresno, I was going to debut on ECW. And then I was like, okay, that sounds awesome. They're like, okay, so you need to come up with a name. And I was like, uh, it was like the moment. I was like, can is Stampede get allowed? And they're like, well, uh, we're not sure. Like, they kind of want like a more of like a name like a real name like okay Okay. i said like tj can i use tj and they're like maybe we have to run it through legal but don't know but in the meantime just be thinking of names because like i was like all right no problem so i'm thinking of names and like i'm just thinking like at this point i mean you can call me whatever you want i'm gonna like i said that kid that kid that's getting called up to the main roster the 12 year old in me
1: yeah
0: Care if he has no name whatsoever. He just is so happy to be there and ecstatic that this is really happening. Uh, so, but like when, dude, when you have a name for your whole life and all of a sudden, like, you're going to be called something different and you have a few days' notice to, like, kind of come up with it, you're like, oh man, this is weird. And so in my mind, I, I was thinking, like, so many different things, but I was like, okay, I kind of want it to be, like, a fighter's name. And I was thinking, like, in terms of me deciding my name I was like it needs to start with a t <laughs> um,
1: I'm
0: a giant Mike Tyson fan, so that's where Tyson came from Ah,
1: okay
0: and at that time Tarver at that time Tarver was uh not Michael Tarver he was in FCW he was Tyson Tarver yeah. so I was like ah oh, man so I, I came to FCW on Wednesday and I just was like dude I'm so sorry that I like took your name I was like I was like I, I didn't have anything he's like oh don't worry about it it's no problem it's no problem
1: mm-hmm. uh and then Kid came from. I was wrestling in Japan as
0: Stampede Kid. And, uh, you know, obviously Dynamite Kid. Yeah. And I thought if, if i Harry Kid, like the, the British Bulldogs, they were called the British Bulldogs, but it was like Dynamite Kid and Davey Boy Smith. So, like, Kid and Smith. So if I was Tyson Kid and he's David Hart Smith, it's still Kid and Smith. So I was like, okay. Oh. Tyson So I remember telling John, on that Monday, I wrestled Jamie Noble in a Dark matches, TJ Wilson. And then, uh, I see Johnny after, and he's like, okay, hey, you need a new name. And I see him as I'm leaving the building. I said, hey, Johnny, what about uh, Tyson Kidd? And he's like, hmm. He thought about it. He's like, sounds good. And then, uh, so let, let me run it by legal. Then the next day, I see one of the writers, and he's like, what's up, Tyson Kit?" And I was like, okay, so I'll <laughs> see. looked at him, and I, he said, yeah. He's like, so your name got approved through legal. And I was like, uh, remember, they wanted to call me Ethan something. And their re- their research was... Ethan was the most common name in Alberta Now here's the thing, I grew up in Alberta my whole life For the first 26 years of my life And I never met a single Ethan
1: (laughs) Like who does these Who does these researches, Ethan? So I
0: did my own So the research was right In terms of, in 2008 The most, I I think 2008, maybe 2007 But Ethan was the most common baby name In Alberta (laughs)
1: Oh, wow. So I don't know these Ethans
0: yet. These Ethans are only like 13 years old right now. <laughs> I don't know them. But these Ethans are going to grow up, and there's going to be a lot of them in Alberta, but I don't know any of them yet. <laughs> and that's I was like,
1: a... and
0: Ethan? I, I, was like I, can't, I can't pull off an Ethan, man. Like That, that doesn't sound like a fighter's name. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: so, a good, that's a good story, man. <laughs> um, also, um, my final question for you is what would the TJ of today tell the TJ of yesterday?
0: Hmm, that is a great question. Uh, I w- I guess I would say like, and, and I. I try to do this. Uh, just live in the moment and just don't. Don't worry about. Don't worry about um, what may happen. Just worry. Just like. Just don't. Just take in what's happening, and then just assess from there. Don't. Don't jump ahead to conclusions and think like worst case scenarios for certain things just just take take things as they are and as they come
1: awesome take things as they're as they come awesome um tj plug your social media um yeah plug anything you got coming
0: up my twitter is at tj wilson uh my instagram is at tj wilson 711 i couldn't get tj wilson the tj wilson i could get on twitter i got the i got um one of the WWE social media guys to get it for me. It was like someone had it, but like hadn't been active on it in years. So they just, Twitter just gave it to me. Oh, sweet. Uh, and I just shuffled it over to my previous account. And then Instagram, I couldn't, uh, after Joe Wilson was taken. So I, I added seven eleven, which is my birthday. And also, also the store. So people yeah. like, it's easy number to remember, but that's actually my birthday. Wow. And then, uh, and then uh, I have Workhorse Fitness Products uh, on Instagram is at Workhorse Fitness Products, And then uh, the website is workhorsefitnessproducts.com or workhorsefitness.com, sorry, workhorsefitness.com is the website. Workhorse Fitness Products is the Instagram. Oh,
1: work, Workhorse, what makes Workhorse Fitness Products different from like the other products that are out there? Like, um, is so it? I
0: try to, um, I try to, like, for example, like my BCAAs also have like, EAAs in them so it's branch chain amino acids but also electrolytes and also essential amino acids and a lot of companies and there's nothing wrong with with what they do a lot of companies will have those two things separately the EAAs and the BCAAs are two separate um, two separate products and I I have them combined in one almost like a super BCAA and then um, same with the pre-workout the protein um all the ingredients i use are are all like top tier ingredients from this uh distribution company that like they they have all these different tiers and they have like access to like all ingredients but i remember asking like how come i was like you guys have like four tiers like how come not everyone just uses like the a tier Mm -hmm. and they're like well because it's a little bit more expensive so the profit margin's a little bit less and i was like yeah but it's with some of these ingredients it's such a big difference it's so much it's such a big gap between like a and and d and they're like yeah but you know as long, like but as long as the profit margin increases like, and i was like well i'd prefer not to do that i i would i want to i want to have like the best ingredients and the best like i want a pre-workout that i wake up and i take it to work out not a pre-workout that i'm putting out there but i don't take my own i take some other one because mine's not very good i'm just trying to make extra five dollars or something that's 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 the way i look at it
1: yeah i got you tj man um i know we've been running around man and trying to get you on i definitely appreciate you man and thank, thank you so much for coming on and Hopefully we could talk again down the future, man. Yeah, yeah, we
0: we will. We'll talk again soon.
1: Oh yeah, I appreciate that. I hope everyone out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.